1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard After another blockbuster weekend in Scottish football Celtic are all but champions after sweeping hearts aside Europa League final bound Rangers can match the Hoops point total After they beat Dundee United But the goal difference looks insurmountable And if it's all but sewn up at the top Then the same might be said for Dundee's relegation fate at the bottom I'm Gordon Duncan Joining me tonight is Andy Halliday and Hugh Evans. Congratulations to Ange Postacoglu on his second man Manager of the Year Award The Tannadice is now the place to be on Wednesday night A draw or a win And Celtic are officially Arithmetically Finally The champions Meanwhile Nine days to go to Seville The migration of Rangers fans to Seville Is set to get underway But only after they've come up against Andy Halliday and Hearts on Saturday Halliday is the benchmark I I'm not sure if I'd agree with that, but I yeah, you meant you're going to be on the bench. Yeah, <laughs> probably. He's, he's full of digs at me these days, isn't he? But um, yeah, well, listen, it's, it looks as if it's going to be part of time for Celtic on Tuesday at Tannadice and Dundee. Their future looks all but secured down to the Championship. And I've got to say, when we talk about there's going to be some fluctuation in the European places, it's a happy weekend for Mr. Gordon. Absolutely. And it's going to be awkward when you miss the Scottish Cup final because. Your sunburnt lying in a beach in Spain oh, it's somewhere. A, it's a false rumour, that. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that. A few people have sent me that. Just make sure you're, you're back in time. We can't have any of those accusations flying around. Right, 0141-951-1025. We're nearly there, believe it or not. It's been a quick season. We are nearly there in the Scottish Premiership, which means we've nearly got an official champion. Everybody knows Celtic are going to win now. I think that's safe to say. But it needs to wait until Wednesday night for it to become official. After the weekend But they did do their part Of the weekend A very convincing Victory Against Andy Halliday's Harps side uh, It might have been Even more If he was playing We will never know uh, So get your calls in Celtic fans How does it feel to Be champions But not have the C Next to you On the league table Just yet Sum up your weekend Rangers fans You probably just want to Talk about Seville And that's understandable So you're more than welcome To do that Did it matter at all Yesterday to Delay Celtic in any way Or is, is that an irrelevance What about the youngsters That played yesterday How impressed were you With them Pick up the phone And let us know We'll try our best To get through all the talking points From a busy weekend But we need you to join us 0141 951 1025 Get your thoughts in Right now please Hugh Evans, Andy Halliday It's decision time uh-huh. Result of the weekend Bonnerig Rose 3 Oh he's gone outside the box Cowden beat Mill Okay. You can't stay in a division just because you've always been there. You can't just stay in the SPFL because you've always been there. It's an evolving game and Bonnie Rig Rose surely now will come into the SPFL at the expense of Cowdenbeath. Ah, look at this guy, he's a student of the game. He's thinking no, like beyond that. the top flight. What are I you do going like for? that, Hugh. The Scottish pyramid's certainly made for the better now after yep. uh, recent changes, but... I've got to give you your flowers man, yes, when the time finally. comes. I'm going to go Mullowell. Uh, they go up to Dingwall, who've, you know, at Ross County side have, have provided a lot of entertainment, some good results over the last couple of months. And Motherwell produced their first away win in years, I think, Gordon Duncan. And it takes them into that fourth, uh, fifth spot. Sorry, so good on them. Thank you. Recognition when it's due. Goal of the weekend. I'm going Curtis Main for St Mirren. Goal number two against Dundee. Some hit, wasn't it? There were worries about Stephen Robinson after his move to Paisley, but. 
He's getting his mark on the side now And Curtis Main delivered the goods Andy? Well, I was going to say Ellis Simmons But I'd rather <laughs> not talk about that game And <laughs> try and avoid it as much as we can So I'll go for Ahmed Diallo I think his chances have been few and far between But it took his goal superbly well It was a quick counter-attack from Rangers And Scala laid it on a plate for him Lovely finish Yeah, good build-up as well, to be fair Right, I've got <laughs> one in my head, right? Uh-huh. And this Who's is going a, first? Th- this is a, this is a promise that will please the nation if you manage to make this happen. I am I'm done. That's I will walk out of this studio if one of you doesn't pick the obvious howler from this weekend. I've Don't got let to me go down. for it. I've got to go for it. A Charlie Adam pass it. back. I knew it. It's like a Hugh Keevans prediction. That's the biggest condemnation I can deliver. What is he thinking? Why did he do that? And you can apply those to Hugh Keevans. And Charlie Adam and that you, you couldn't you can't argue with that. No, well, that needs always, to be a unanimous yeah. one, doesn't it? He's always had lovely crossing, isn't he, Charlie Adam? So <laughs> just bored of doing it at the the other end. Listen, I ain't going to top that. I don't think, but I'll go for my, my uncle Bobby Madden. You know, I think people seem to think that we've got a great relationship, but I don't know if you've seen the decision mm-hmm. here at Easter Road where no. he gives a Lewis Ferguson almost gets booted in the head at the edge of the box, but he gives the free kick for Hibs. Thirty seconds later, changes it to Aberdeen, oh. and after a minute of confusion. The free kick ends up being taken for, for Aberdeen. Is yeah, the, is don't mind the, that. Is he the cup final referee now? I don't know. I'll ask him when I'm babysitting his kids tomorrow. <laughs> 01419511025. Come on, let's hear from you. Whether it is about the title race, how do you all feel about it? Where everyone knows that it's it's done, but it's not. Celtic fans, how would you sum up the weekend? Uh, Rangers fans, did it matter yesterday to delay things, or is it just in the back burner now with all eyes? On Seville And you know what All we've had all weekend Is sort of travel stories Ticket stories All the rest of it We're here for that It's all good fun So if that's what's on your mind tonight Let's do it There was a game yesterday uh, Where it was party time Some youngsters came in Uh, What did you make of them? Did they leave an impression? Does that give you uh, Food for thought going forward? Whatever it is tonight Come on let's hear it 0141 951 1025 We will start Yesterday Um, We'll work our way back Giovanni Van Bronker says it was important to keep the standards high against Dundee United. He says they're focusing on being in a good place for the Europa League final. Very pleased because, um, you know, it's the last two weeks of the season and, of course, we have two major uh, last games, you know, with the Europa League final and the Cup final. So, uh, you know, we want to keep going. You know, we want to make sure we have everyone on board uh, on Wednesday in a week to, uh, for the remaining two games we play. So... Very uh, happy that we could change some players today. Some players made minutes. You know, we could give some uh, minutes to our academy players. And in the end, you know, we wanted the result and we wanted to keep our level of, of playing. And I think we, uh, we achieved that today. You know, we know uh, the, the league was, uh, you know, very, very difficult to, uh, uh, to achieve, especially when we, when we drew at Celtic. And uh, so in that way, you know, we're not uh, looking at them. We want to uh, make sure we have our, our best version uh, in, in, in the Europa League final. Did it matter to, to Rangers to at least can you know, make Celtic do it on their own terms yesterday, Andy? Or does the appearance of Seville on the horizon mean that, that none of that really comes into the equation anymore? I don't think there's any doubt that one eye will certainly be on that final on the 18th. But I'm sure that... Giovanni Van Bronck also be wanting his, his, his players to continue with that winning mentality and winning form to keep the confidence up going into the final. But I think the most important factor uh, and the most pleasing thing for the manager and the fans after the weekend must be the introduction of the, the three academy players. I thought all three of them were, were excellent. Uh, Leon King, very assured. Uh, I think he's been in, in and around the first team for a couple of years now. 
but I think that's only his second start and I thought he was excellent from the first whistle and then the introduction Alex Lowry and, and, and Charlie McCann obviously Charlie McCann won Academy Player of the Year so uh, fully deserves to be uh, given his chance towards the end of the game and Alex Lowry for me just any time I've seen him in the Rangers mm. jersey he just looks as if he belongs at that level so I think it's food for thought for Giovanni Van Bronckhorst going into not only for, uh, towards the end of the season but for next year uh, Let's bring in Andy then who's a Rangers fan what did you make of yesterday Andy? Did it matter? What, what was learned? What was gained? Uh, I thought it was a bit of a dead rubber for me um, I wasn't at the match uh, my son was at the game with his pal yesterday um, but no I've I, I never seen uh, I've seen the highlights on sports scene last night that's about it so can't really say much yeah. about it. But. Well, I mean, yeah, that's the balance of play. What about the, the sort of, I mean, the title race? If if there is still such a thing, did it matter to you to make Celtic wait a bit longer, or, or is that becoming an irrelevance? Back, it's an irrelevance to me. I don't know about other Rangers fans, but the, the title was gone after Ibrox for me. So, uh. Uh, it was a perfect day for Rangers for the reasons that uh, Andy Halliday outlined. You got academy players showing what they can do. There was the win for Rangers. Uh, they did not concede the title to Celtic on their own ground. For It doesn't matter to Andy on the line, but it matters to a lot of Rangers supporters. I just thought that Dundee United were a dreadful disappointment. There was absolutely no intensity about them, no threat. They had taken five points from Rangers over the course of the season, but they could have played until Tuesday and not done anything against them. Producer Callum's in tears in <laughs> after that. Um, I was surprised though, I was surprised about Dundee United's approach. I think uh, when you look at some of the games they've played against Old Firm this year, they have been a bit more expressive. They tried to go and, and, and take points. They obviously got a, a one-each draw at Parkhead and uh, the other the other game at Celtic Park was a last-minute winner from Abada and you know a couple of games that they've played against Rangers have obviously took points against them at, uh, at Tannadice on both occasions. But for me, yesterday... Just looked as if there was no real intention for the start of the game to go and get something from it, and, and Rangers were extremely comfortable. Um, Andy, it can't be often that you get to May and you can still arithmetically do something in the title race, but you describe it as an irrelevance. I think I know why. It's uh, a certain game next Wednesday night. What are you thinking ahead of that one? Yeah, well, that's why I'm phoning up. Um, so, honestly, I'm on the way home to work today and I get an email uh, to, to Rangers. I've managed to get two tickets for this final. But my son's not got a passport. I can't actually believe it. Oh, <laughs> oh no, Hugh. And I don't know what he watch it with my son. Uh, uh, honestly, listen, Andy, I'll give you forty quid for a tour. <laughs> 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 um, Did you I, think he had a passport? Did it come as a surprise to you? He did not. No, have... no, it's not. It, but I just, you know what? I just didn't expect Rangers to get this far. Yeah. And I just, I, I can't actually believe. It. I'm sitting on the bus coming home from work today. Take a man box, email for Rangers, telling you it's, it's gave me two access codes, download UEFA's ticketing app, whatever, type in the two access codes, and even better, they're actually complimentary tickets. They're costing nothing. They're category four complimentary tickets. Apparently 10% of Rangers fans got complimentary tickets. I, you, I'm worried about the next couple of weeks. All we're getting, well, I say all we're getting, we had one yesterday. I don't like these hard luck stories because oh. I'm just trying to put myself in the shoes. Yeah, very good. I get the joke there that what chance the mother will ever reaching a European final, right? Get that out of the way. Um, that doesn't sound good, but and that's an understatement. I, I, you know, I, I, I can understand and sympathise with Andy how he feels right now, but I don't understand that. Complimentary tickets for a European mm. final. How yeah, do you surprise uh, myself? I'm sure I did read something about that from. Um, uh, yeah, elaborate on that, Andy. What's the story again? 
So I've got the email in front of me, actually. I'm going to read it out to you. So we are pleased to offer you a ticket for the Europa League Cup final as you have 1,511 plus MyJers points. Tickets will be sold directly by UEFA via their ticket and website thing. You have till 9 a.m. on Tuesday the 10th of May, which I've already purchased them. Uh, and, and now I've basically got the the email for UEFA saying that I've purchased the tickets and they send you a QR code a couple of days before the game or something. I'm absolutely right. Like, I mean, I could up sticks and go tomorrow, <laughs> but I'll be leaving my son. <laughs> he tempted. Oh, I'm absolutely gutted. He tempted, he tempted Andy. Will, will he talk to you again? No, probably not. Wait <laughs> no, a minute. Andy, I remember in 2008 when my mum and dad were saying, listen, we're going to take you, you can forget about your maths exam because I, I don't think this is ever going to happen again in your lifetime. And what do you know? 14 years later, so you never know, Andy. It might be the Europa League final again next year. Are you sure it wasn't? Look, maths is not going to be your bag, son. Well, so. <laughs> if you ask me to do a quick sum just now, you'll see, you'll see, you'll see the answer. Oh, there's a few things going through my head I hope it's not some sort of scam That's got Andy's hopes up um, It sounds pretty legit He's reading out the wording of it I'm not a ticketing I expert it, I take it they're admit. non-transferable I don't know We've become the ticket office yeah, I'll message him after happen. We'll find out if it's non-transferable Yeah, Andy Halliday's scribbling down Andy in Edinburgh's number here Because yep. he's going to try and... Uh, I mean, it can't be for you, obviously. You've got a big game no, to no, prepare no, no. for. No, 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 no. But I know. The family <laughs> asking questions, are they? for sure. The family being pestering you? Oh, aye. Plenty. You can just imagine the Ranger team currently going, Halliday on the phone, no thanks. Know what he's <laughs> after. Speak <laughs> to him in a couple of weeks. I'm uh, sure Andy and his son will feel a lot better if Rangers do get a result, I'd imagine. Something like that. Andy, take care. Keep us up to speed on it, will you? Okay, guys. Good Cheers. man, See that was Andy, Andy. Uh, in Edinburgh. Oh, my goodness. What about Trevor in Motherwell? How are you, Trevor? Yeah, very well, yourself? Yeah, not bad at all, thank you for asking. How? What's on your mind tonight? You may not listen to the boat. Oh. Oh. Sometimes the phone signal in Motherwell is a bit dodgy. We'll get him back in a second. Um, let's hear just a quick bit more from Giovanni Van Bronckhurst while we line Trevor up. He was speaking about being pleased at rotating the squad yesterday and sharing a moment with the fans at full time. I think we, we, we have to. I mean, uh, big games coming up, you know, but... You know what you want to keep going as well, so it's like a, you find the right balance in between uh, keep keep the momentum going, but also uh, at times make sure we uh, we can rest some players. You know, if you uh, you felt the emotion, the atmosphere after the game, you know, I think we we, we, we would we would want it to to keep on the pitch for one hour. You know, the atmosphere was was good because I think we celebrated together uh, the achievement we had, and uh, so it was lovely to to feel. Of course, in, in the aftermath, you still people are talking about the final, and uh, we are working towards the final. So, uh, but you know, in the end, uh, we don't have a, uh, achieved anything yet. In in, in uh, because we want to have the the trophies as well, and that's why we're gonna prepare well. We're gonna work hard and make sure we can uh, you know add some silverware to uh, to our cabinet. Uh, what do you make of what Rangers did with the squad yesterday, Andy, and what the you know, may or may not do in the coming weeks. Did James Tavernier and Conor Goldson just never get a rest? Yeah. Is that the way it's going to work? Well, I think the only rest James Tavernier is going to get from the end of the season does seem as if it's going to be that last 25 minutes where he sat out and another academy player and young Adam Devine came on. But, I mean, the minutes that James Tavernier and Conor Goldson have put up over the last two or three seasons has been nothing short of incredible. So it will be interesting to see if they get rotated on Wednesday. But in terms of the other changes that were made, I, th- I do think it was important that Aaron Ramsey came back in and, and got some minutes because... You never know if he's going to be in Geo's plans in, in terms of making a, 
uh, a starting berth in the Euro- uh, Europa League final and I thought he was lively uh, in spells I thought his pass for the, the penalty was excellent uh, something that you expect a bit more of when it comes to a, a player of his calibre and for me Fashion Sakala is another one he's I think he, he divides a lot of opinions but I do feel as if any time he's got a jersey he's always looked lively always looked as if he's going to be in amongst the goals and I thought he impressed again I mean Hugh the, it was clear the intention yesterday no Alan McGregor we know yeah. Ryan Jack had a knock anyway um, I think Ryan Kent sat it out and obviously Joe yeah, Rebo took, took the knock Lundstrom um, so the intention was clear it just so happens that apparently Tavernier and Goldson just don't just don't count they don't come into that bracket but for everyone else you could see what the, the aim was Do you Vanny Van Brockers as a Balancing act to perform here He's got to make sure that they're Conserving energy But at the same time Fitness standards don't drop So You know It'll be that way uh, With regard to Tavernier and Goldson They play all these games Their fitness seems to be impeccable So If it ain't broke Don't fix it Uh, Thank you to well, we're going to get Trevor back, actually. Um, he's got a good Seville story. So we'll do that next. Keep your calls coming in, Celtic fans. A very convincing performance. Uh, Andy Halliday, I don't think, was too impressed by it. But I'm sure you were, so pick up the phone and let him know all about it. You are the voice of Scottish football. Call 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Andy Halliday and Hugh Keevans are here. It's 0141-951-1025. I've had a... Tsunami of tweets in um, PR sent me one uh, Peter Downey as well Robert Bamford Peter Downey saying The caller's 100% correct I've got a complimentary ticket as well As did a few of my mates uh, The not so clever ones Paid 65 euros for theirs apparently Well I think <laughs> Some people will be paying a lot more yeah. than that Yeah that's for sure uh, Unfortunately That's the way it goes Right I think we've got Trevor back uh, Trevor What was your point? We cut you off just in your prime Yeah I, well I'm one of the Unlucky ones that paid the £65 because my son he got one the day and it was a complimentary he got. <laughs> but, uh, Are you yeah. surely you'll go halfers, will he not? Uh, he'll be paying for mine, I'll tell you. The money <laughs> I spent his flight there to get him home. Where's he from? Uh, so he's come, he's on, he's in North uh, California at the moment. We saw his college and we spoke all over there. So he's having to get a run. He's, his mates taking him up to Medford Airport. So then he's got to go from Medford to uh, San Francisco. He then goes from San Francisco to Dublin. He comes from Dublin to Glasgow. I pick him up at Glasgow, and we couldn't get any flights to Glasgow to Alicante, so we're then driving to Manchester to get a flight to Alicante. Then we get the car there, we go to Torrey Bay, we get a house down there, stay there for a couple of days, and then we've got a five-hour bus journey with the bus, eh, with the club to Seville, and then back again. <laughs> you, uh, you must be leaving the next couple of days. You, when, when's he leaving, Trevor? Uh, he's leaving on Saturday. He's leaving on Saturday for California. Well, he start, start his journey, let's say, and we leave. He comes in on Sunday evening at Glasgow. So he'll get a couple of hours kip, and then we need to drive down to Manchester on Monday. Yeah. Uh, and then the, the fun begins. Hugh, the, without trying to sound all like, you know, gushy about it, but that, that's, that is the reality. It clearly is... Sort of life-altering events for people when when, yeah. you, when you get to something of this size. Yeah. And Andy mentioned Manchester, which was a bit closer. Celtic fans had their experiences of Seville, and that's before we go back to the, you know, the the other more famous ones back in the day, so to speak. But people are never going to forget the lengths they had to go to for for the ninety-minute experience. Yeah, I, I was on the program on the night that Celtic beat Boa Vista to make the final in Seville against Porto, and I said then on the program that 
the biggest migration of football supporters ever seen would take place. And it did. And people joke about how many were in Seville, but there were 80,000 people there. It, it, it was like an optical illusion. There were so many hoop jerseys. It was like an optical illusion in the sun. And the same migration will take place, whether it's Trevor's boy coming back from North Carolina. California. Let's let's be specific here. Oh, beg your pardon. Uh, and the circuitous route that they are taking to get to Seville. The story will be repeated over and over again, and it will be mm. the biggest migration since Celtic went to Seville. So what's the script, Trevor? Because Rangers actually played a game yesterday, but is everyone too focused on their travel plans to have paid much attention? Well, to be honest, you're not really bothered about this season anyway. You know, you've you done it last season, you stopped, what was it, nine and three quarters, and then we we bigger fish to fry now. We can go and do in Seville, but they couldn't, they? You know, that's, that's a better season I think we'll have a better season Well, if there's work to be done It needs to be won, of course, Hugh Well, you know the, We have to allow the supporters of both clubs To have their own view on this The Celtic supporters will take the view That Ange Postacoglu winning the league title Two Manager of the Year awards uh, Accounts for a magnificent season From their perspective uh, Trevor is putting forward Rangers' case And if Rangers win the European Cup uh, the European Europa League rather uh, it will be an amazing achievement uh, the last Scottish club to win a European trophy Aberdeen 1983 45 years ago that's how big an achievement that, no it's not 39 years ago that's how big an achievement don't it ask is. me I miss my maths I know. <laughs> question for you here Rangers greatest ever achievement if they won it yes it's bigger than Barcelona for me yeah. uh, because and no disrespect to John Gregg and Derek Johnson and all the people I, I knew so well. This is bigger because football is now a matter of imbalance. It's about the haves and the have-nots. It's about the distance created between the five superpowers in England and Spain and Germany and Italy and France and Scotland. Yeah. Scotland's not supposed to provide European finalists anymore. 14 years ago... Walter Smith did get them there But it's not supposed to happen anymore So with the greatest respect To John Gregg And to Derek And everyone else mm. This is bigger The disparity in finances yeah. Now compared to 1972 yeah. is, I mean it's just a different level mm. But Scottish football is all out of sorts Because of this at the top When we're talking about the big two I, I know that fans will do this And say oh, but our, our season's better than theirs We don't quite know yet Because Rangers either win this or they don't And that's you know, two very different outcomes and getting there is obviously a wonderful achievement, as everyone's pointed out. Celtic fans are more than entitled to be delighted with their lot, considering oh, yeah. they were getting absolutely slaughtered at the start of the season. They'll never win this. It could be even, you know, it could be years now in the rebuild. And who sacked by Christmas, so on and so forth. Well, whether as there could be two sides to the debate, one thing that's absolutely fact shows the fact that both teams have had good seasons, and uh, Rangers have obviously got the potential to be a lot better with a Europa final on, uh, on Wednesday and a, a Scottish Cup final the following weekend. Um, I, I do look at it though as I mean, two thousand and three is remembered for Celtic and Seville. Rangers won the title that year. Two thousand and eight is re remembered for Rangers and Manchester. Celtic won the title that uh, that year. So I do think if, I mean if Rangers go on to win the Europa League final. I do think that's what's going to be remembered for this year. Yeah, lots of football still to be played, of course. Thank you to Trevor. Wish your son safe travels and the rest of you when you join up. Let's bring in Robert in Killern. How are you, Robert? How you doing? How you doing, pal? How oh, you good, doing? thanks. Good. Andy, how you doing? You? Good. How you doing? Uh, I am. I used to get a, a free ticket 
Uh, Saturday, see the ticket holder uh, for years, and Saturday six o'clock. Did they, they, they didn't think I was getting one, and email came through, got a ticket. No flights, nothing booked. And my long-suffering wife done her magic and got managed to get my flights. Uh, so I'm flying from Manchester Monday after Monday tea time uh, to Bologna in Italy, spending the night in the airport. Tuesday, flying to Malaga, spending the night in Malaga. Wednesday, train down to Seville. And Thursday, the way back from Malaga, I'm having to stop in Morocco. <laughs> <laughs> you know when you've left the continent, yeah. Hugh, that you're, you're sort of that pushing the boundaries here? Uh, Morocco, Eindhoven, back to Manchester. Can't wait. <laughs> Morocco to Eindhoven? How do you go from Seville down to Morocco to get back to And then to no the Netherlands. Uh, Andy, what are your family doing wrong? Because everybody here's phoning in to say they've got I free know, tickets I and you can't get complimentary anyone. tickets from my left. As far as I was concerned, there was only 9,500 Rangers tickets available, and I think already we've heard 3,000 tweets and calls that there's complimentary <laughs> tickets going about. Plenty of people will go to Seville minus tickets, with no hope oh, of tickets, oh, of but, course, simply, yeah, yeah. but simply to be in Seville when the match takes place. Doesn't sit well when we uh, got in this 40,000 seater for a, a European know, final. It's just, it's not, it's not enough. Especially, you know what, Stephen? Sorry, uh, Frankfurt. Frankfurt's a big football club. You see the travelling support that they took over to Barcelona. Did you see the tweet from Derek Ray, who we often yeah. get on? And, yeah, and by the way, ho- guy. hopefully, yeah. we'll, hopefully, we'll speak to Derek soon because um, we always do when, when German teams are involved. A hundred thousand ticket requests Frankfurt have had. Yeah, <laughs> and apparently took fifteen thousand over to Barcelona for the new camp as well. Had a lot sitting in the home end. So I mean, the demands for both sides is crazy, and it's going to a forty thousand. If seat you up. have a stadium in Seville, the one in which Celtic played Porto. If you have that stadium in Seville and it's considerably bigger than the one that Rangers are going to play Frankfurt in, why? Mm. I mean, it's the same city. Why is it not in the bigger ground? I mean, even you know, even in the space of that journey from 2003 to now, there are so many bigger stadia that have popped yeah. up. You wonder if they would look at, you know, for a European final now. Could you not do a minimum of 60,000? Then you don't actually yeah. eliminate too many. Sorry, Hamden, I've just done you out of, of hosting a. Another one But given there are so many now That mm-hmm. are massive Because you know what At the turn of the century Maybe there weren't But now surely you've got to be looking at A minimum of 60 For a, a, yeah. a major European final Yeah I agree I mean you're looking at Even even at 60 You know there's, there's still a large Proportion of tickets Going to, mm. uh, to cop I'll look so at the Champions of, League yeah, final exa- Yeah exactly So I mean it's, it's best case scenario Like you said There's so many new stadiums in, in sort of every country Across Europe now So I do think there has to be A threshold in terms of A minimum uh, seats required To host one of these finals I'm going to try my best to keep note and pick my favourite travel story, but I feel like Robert's certainly a contender. I think yeah, if you're yeah. going to, I think if you leave the continent, yeah, just to get there or get back, that's quite something. Um, again, Robert, is it all? Is it just all eyes now on on that? Did you pay much attention yesterday? Does it matter to prolong Celtic's wait? Any? Well, if nothing else, it means then you've not given them a party, and personally. Saturday, last Sunday, Celtic Park, we still beat them, we did they, and we can't stop them winning the league, but if we win this, then you know and everybody else knows that this is the only story, and this, leagues can come and go, cups will come and go, this will never be bettered, in my opinion, and this will never be better in my lifetime, and I've followed Rangers for 35 years, I was in Manchester, didn't get a ticket, for all the games he didn't get a ticket, this makes up for the lot 
Yeah, I mean, we never know because we would have said in never in our lifetime will a Scottish club even make a European final again. No. And Rangers have surprised us, so which maybe is why should, I managed to go. So I was. We should let lucky. Them, uh, never say never. And Hugh, like I know this is this is Glasgow, and it's fine. That that's the way it yeah. works. No one is going to even attempt to diminish how big it would be. Rangers no. win a European final. No. There, there is a scenario where you're allowed to say that was quite good that Celtic won the league as well. Yeah, but we just don't do that. We're always looking to sort of take one. Every, of course, the size of a European achievement, everybody gets that. In the world of bragging rights, then they must each have their own opinion. The, as I say, Celtic's achievement, if you put it into compartments, Celtic's achievement is astonishing. From Ange Postecoglou's starting off point until Wednesday night at Tannadice. It's an amazing achievement and that's why he's got two Manager of the Year awards. You cannot put Rangers into another compartment and not stand back and say a Scottish club in a European final is astonishing. So Robert's from Killern but at various points in the next few days he can be found in Manchester, Bologna, where was the other one? Morocco, Eindhoven, Mal- or somewhere Malaga. else in Spain, Malaga. Malaga. Uh, yeah. Anyway, thank you to Robert. Good luck on the line. getting back if they win, and he's had a few shell bits by the way. Because I don't know. <laughs> do you want me to make, do you want me to make you sick? No. Tough. Okay. It was a loaded cold question. Beans, cold beans are coming out. <laughs> oh. Chris and Mayo. I told this at the weekend, but you were busy. I went out for breakfast on Sunday, and the guy in the cafe came out and just like unprompted. I never. I hadn't spoke to him. I didn't know who he was. I didn't think he knew anything about me. And he goes, "By the way, I've got a tub of cold beans back there. If oh. you want to take them in for you." Anyway, David Rayburn. Booked Malaga weeks ago with my son So got cheap flights My other son, who's a Celtic fan Transferred his money to say fair play on getting there I tried to buy full price tickets But couldn't get them Ended up with free tickets Hotel under £100 Cheapest final ever Wow Can I tell you a quick story? Absolutely. We've got time That's why you're here So I group my friends here You'll love this one my, Obviously my little brother A couple of friends were booking They were booking a flight To Seville The day before the game because the, lo- the logic is If Rangers go on And win the semi-final The prices are going to shoot up One of my friends Decided to The flight was £60 return my, One of my friends Decided to Instead Put that £60 On Rangers To qualify at 41 Then book the flight And then the rest of the money Makes us profit The flights the next day Were £550 So you lost out two other quid Please gamble responsibly That's, all, that's always the message Was he sitting in the maths exam That you failed or? <laughs> Probably And he's not a football player By the way In case there's any uh, Brad says My boys under 8's Training's been cancelled Next Wednesday Because all the coaches Have got free tickets But I'll take training Because I'm a Harps fan So there we are He's yeah. He's of the Andy Halliday He's got one eye in the 21st that man School of thought Quite right too uh, 01419511025 Celtic fans What did you make of the weekend? In a roundabout way You generally like to wrap up the league Sooner But would you prefer to do it on your own terms On, on Wednesday Rather than you know Just do it because Rangers sort of You know Drop points yesterday Has it worked out for For the best? I don't know You, you know more about these things and how they work than me So let us know 01419511025 What did you make of it? An impressive performance at the weekend Now's a good time to call I'm just going to run this by you first Clyde One Super Scoreboard Golden Goals What a few weeks we've had On Golden Goals by the way Hugh Keevans Yeah What a few weeks it's been Because we've had a flurry um, For Celtic and Rangers In the last week really And it's up to total to £32,750 That is a massive amount of cash 
I feel like this has crept up on us Because we started with a grand in January I have a question for you In the Europa League final You were paying £500 a goal When Celtic played Rangers mm-hmm. Or Rangers played Celtic So in the Europa League final What's a goal worth there? It's a good question It's a good question We will reveal that soon But every time Celtic or Rangers score Basically from now until the end of the season It's at least 250 into the jackpot Loads of games left uh, so that 32,750 will be much bigger by the end of the season But there's no point in leaving it to then Don't be that guy that misses out because you forgot to text Text GOAL to 61025 G-O-A-L to 61025 £2 plus your standard message rate to text Over 18s only And the full terms and online entry are at Clyde1.com Lines close at 6pm Saturday the 21st of May So for your chance to be the winner Make sure you text GOAL to 61025 0141-951-1025 This is Scottish football's league leader Clyde One Super Scoreboard Hugh Evans and Andy Halliday are here It's 0141-951-1025 Or it's Twitter at Clyde SSB Let's continue uh, looking back on the weekend's talking points There's lots of looking forward being done as well I must admit, the amount of stories out there um, Of personal circumstance, of journeys Everything to do with Seville, it's quite incredible uh, And we will do more I'm absolutely certain of it But Celtic fans, I want to know what you made Of the weekend's performance I want to know if in a roundabout way You would rather wait Would you rather wait until Wednesday And do it in your own terms Than having had Dundee United sneak a draw Or whatever yesterday How how does that work? Pick up the phone And let us know Ange Postacoglu was delighted with the performance After coming from behind To beat Andy Halliday's hearts Nothing to do with him, he was injured He, The manager says there were some early nerves though When they went behind The thing is that, you know, under different circumstances Different scenario, we knew today was obviously significant And, you know, you could sense that there was a nervousness You know, even around the stadium So, all those factors um, It's how people deal with it But, as I said, I I never had any doubts I mean, it didn't worry me But you know, I'm sure people were looking to, to see how we responded Again, like I said, this group has found a way to to respond But not Veering away from, like I said, from the, the basic values and, and fundamentals we have as a football team. Do they still drag injured players along? Tell me you didn't have to sit at Celtic Park in with the fans and watch your team getting well, hammered at the weekend. Well, I, I mean, if I'm injured, I would always go and watch my teammates. But uh, Lee McCullough suggested it's maybe better to miss <laughs> out that one, and I absolutely bit his hand off at the suggestion. Um, on a semi-serious note, what was the inside track on on the game, or how you felt it went? Um, I thought our game plan looked pretty clear uh, We wanted to go and try and disrupt Celtic We know they're a very good side if they get into the flow And we try to disrupt that by, by pressing them high Making it difficult for them uh, And I think the manager made a great point In his, his post-match interview by saying the goal looked as if it almost came too early Because uh, as players sometimes you, na- you naturally try and hold on to what you've got uh, And to be honest Celtic after the first 15 minutes were excellent uh, I think there's a lot of facets to this Celtic team that are really good. One thing you probably don't see enough is how good they are in transition, just with the fact that how much they have have the ball in a lot of games. But uh, yeah, I think in the second half, any time we seem to have sort of control of the pitch and, and had the ball further up the field, I, I, they can just mm-hmm. count you within seconds and two or three passes that are in on goal. And, uh, I think we were obviously disappointed with the first goal, felt it was a foul, but I don't think there's any doubt in the balance of play that Celtic deserve mm-hmm. to win. You know, there, there is a school of thought that says getting over the line is hard and psychologically, and you know, maybe nerves do creep in and, and whatever else. But th- did that seem like a Celtic team that is just foot to the floor and is going to, yeah, you know, n- knows what needs to be done? 
Yeah, listen, I can understand uh, that Ange Postecoglou feel that way, but I do feel as if we deserve credit as well in the way we've approached it and tried to try to get after them. And but at the same same breath, we're always, we're also disappointing in ourselves that sort of relying on that and sitting in and, and allowing Celtic to to do what they do because when they're on top, I mean, there's no beating a, no beating around the bush. They're a, a, an excellent team, and if you if you want to go and get something in Glasgow against the old Fulham, you you need them to have an off day, and they certainly didn't have that. Goals and transitions, and that's all very well and good. But you like the sound bites from the managers, yeah. And I know that Ange left you with one at the weekend that was right up your street. The one about tottering over the line or going through it at speed. I think Celtic would have preferred not necessarily Ange Postecoglou because he tends to rise above all this kind of thing. But I think Celtic fans would have preferred that Celtic beat Rangers at Celtic Park and became champions. The game was a draw. And so we go on. Uh, I think they'll settle for a win at Tannadice. That's going through the tape at speed. And then they can have the party uh, 12-15 Saturday. I also think that Celtic fans, for the first time ever, undoubtedly wanted Rangers, Rangers to win yesterday. Do you think so? Yeah, no doubt. I don't think there's any doubt. Because, I mean, we're talking about now they've got the chance to have their party on the night, watching their team play on the field. And, I mean, we're talking about Obviously, Rangers fans uh, trying to get tickets for Europa League final tickets for Tannadice will be gold dust. Well, Listen, I don't think they're well, going to be going via Morocco to get there, but you never know. There'll be a lot of requests well, trying to get tickets for that there's game. There's actually an issue there. I don't know if you've seen that story breaking this afternoon. Dundee United have had to, I think, sort of stop selling them and void some of them because there are concerns that lots of Celtic oh, fans oh, are going to pop up in the home end. So um, that's one to keep an eye on. Well, let's ask Kevin. Kevin's a Celtic fan on the line. I can't believe I just heard that. From Andy Halliday, Kevin, did you want Rangers to win yesterday so that you can have your own party on Wednesday night? Me, I was rough as a badger yesterday, so I didn't even know they were playing. To be honest, so um, <laughs> please drink responsibly. Yeah. Come on, don't do that to me on here. Um, but seriously, there is the chance to officially wrap it up then on on Wednesday. You must be looking forward to that. I prefer to win it on our, on our end. You know, what I mean, we've had a, a good night up in Dundee before winning the league. Uh, <clears throat> uh, the last time I think for. Uh, I think it was the season Tommy Burns passed winning mm-hmm. when uh, Big Jan scored in the last minute so it would be nice to go up there and win it, uh, win it again um, I, I think my, my point was just well, to- do you know, listen to Kevin there's plenty of time to make multiple points don't worry I'll certainly let you back in uh, yep. Hugh it's funny Tannadice has played a key role in big significant title wins over the years yeah. <laughs> producer Callum's face again <laughs> sorry to remind him just the way it is nine Rangers, in a row Rangers for Rangers nine in a row yeah uh, Brian Loudrup's header uh the night that Kevin's talking about, two days after Tommy died, uh, Celtic went there, the atmosphere, uh, I was working at the game, and the atmosphere was spine-tingling at Tannadice that night. Uh, and so Celtic will go there with the greatest respect to Tam Courts, who's done a terrific job with Dundee United. I don't think they've got much left in the tank, and I think that Celtic will want to go through that tape at speed as Ange Postecoglou said, and then the Celtic fans who are in Dundee can party, the Celtic fans who are in Glasgow will make their own arrangements, and then they can have the the, the big ceremony at Celtic Park on Saturday. What was the other point, Kevin? I had a a couple. The the, the main one was um, just this this season, I think the the job that Ange Postecoglou has done is, for for me, is, is right up there with the, the brilliant job that Brendan Rodgers did in his first season domestically I think I would put that right up against um, Brendan's because if you look at the hand that Ange Postecoglou was dealt hardly any pre-season 
He's lost his top scorer. He's lost Scott Brown, no CEO. Then he goes get another CEO. Then he leaves dead click. He said they signed 15 new players, guys coming from other continents, never mind other countries. And as I said to your producer, let's no let's not kid ourselves. We were up against a strong Rangers side, a settled Rangers side. Um, and I think if every Celtic fan would be honest, me myself. Me certainly. I don't think I just wanted to get the points gap into single figures. That was it. Maybe, maybe win an old for a couple of firm games, but close the the points gap a wee bit and finish a, a strong second if you like. Um, and that would that would have done in terms of you know a transition period. That would I would have accepted that. So for us to win a trophy after five months, be six points behind or seven points behind, whatever it is at the turn of the year, and then turn that around and now we're sitting you know ninety minutes away from winning the league is. Incredible, which is why I think is right up there with Brendan Rodgers. So that was the mm-hmm. that was my main point. I did have another small one just about Kenny Miller. But if you, yeah, let's, we'll if try you, and fit them in. Let's go, Hugh. If you take the point about Brendan Rodgers in his first season, I think Ange Postecoglou's first season is a bigger achievement than Brendan Rodgers. Brendan was big in British management. He'd been the Liverpool manager. Uh, he had lots of experience. Uh, he had that Celtic background, but Ange came in here from Japan. And he did not have any of his own people with him And he came into a club that was troubled And I'm talking about the fans The fans were in dispute with the club The fans were mutinous The fans had occupied the car park to exhibit their unhappiness He came into all of that Lost three of his first six games But kept calm And after those first six games He went on this run that's now 30 games long Five draws, 25 wins And he'll want to beat Dundee United To maintain that run And then at Celtic Park mm. on Saturday They haven't lost a single home game Not one And he'll want to maintain that record uh, So for me Taking all things into account Brendan Rodgers was a superb Celtic manager But I think Brendan's first season Is not as good as Ange Postecoglou's first season yeah, I mean, treble and, and led into the Champions League qualification. But I, I think a key point, maybe, Andy, that Kevin makes also is because of what we've just been talking about in Seville, yeah. Celtic fans know they've had to beat a good Rangers team to yeah. do this. A Rangers team that absolutely raced to the league last season and who's clearly still got a bit about them this season if they're in a Europa League final. So it kind of underlines your achievement. You know, we've spent so long in the last few years basically. You know the, the team that doesn't win the league saying, "Ah, well, we, you know, we were a shambles anyway. What do you expect? We were miles off. You yeah. know, you, you couldn't beat us when we were strong, but they're both strong this year. And domestically, obviously, Celtic have come out on top. It's a bigger achievement for me, Ange Postecoglou in his first season. I mean, Brendan Rodgers' first season, yeah, a, a treble which was great, but competed against a, a a well below par Rangers team. They were heavy favourites going into the season. I don't think anyone, whether it's a, a pundit, a journalist, a fan. Fancy Celtic to win the, uh, the league this season I think Rangers were heavy favourites And we're talking about a 25 point swing From mm. last year in, in fact, sorry, forgive me, even more than that Rangers 31. won the league mm. by 25 points last year So the fact that he's came and turned it around in his first season Recruited extremely well And on top of that, lost the likes of Odson Edward, Chris and I, uh, Christian I, Christoph Iyer, sorry, Ryan Christie People can say what they want in terms mm. of their season last year But these were key players for Celtic and the fact that they left the football club, he came in and brought in his own players. He's done a fantastic job. I just job. like that you've just given Christopher Iyer like three other names uh, and not actually settled six on. Six goes, I get. I what, what he's actually. Miss Mangosh exam as well. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> was. Right, Kevin and Motherwell seems to have gone, which, with no offence to Kevin, might be a blessing in disguise because I'm a bit late for this. Let's do it. 
Beat the Pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, thescottishsun.co.uk slash football. Sandy Halliday's favourite time of the week. Here is Beat the Pundit. Let's hear from you if you fancy getting one over on him or... Hugh Keevans Bit of an extra incentive For you this week as well oh. Not only are we talking Bragging rights And a signed ball I don't know if you're aware That June sees the return Of the summer night Race meeting at Air Racecourse It's the 17th and 18th of June uh, Tickets are available To buy online But we've got a pair To give away every night This week Just for taking part And Beat the Pundit And listen to this Hugh Keevans There's entertainment Including a DJ set From Gok Wan Oh Fine <laughs> I, I'm out No there, no mate. you have to Talk this up Come on That sounds good it's, I I, I'm sure he's very good Does he play the uh, <laughs> Sort of Tony Bennett Do you think No no be Boom boom Jodie Mitchell be a, a, Nothing up your street be Bowie light Anyway just by taking part You get those tickets as well But of course The sign ball The bragging rights are there You do need to call Before 7 o'clock 01419511025 Beat the pundits next Tackle the headlines 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Hugh Evans and Andy Halliday are here It's 0141-951-1025 We are looking back on the weekend We're looking forward to Seville We're talking about planes, trains, boats, bikes Walking trips It's all there uh, And I get a funny feeling it's going to continue for the next few days Celtic fans, we've just been hearing from Ange Postacoglu as well So get your thoughts in How do you feel about at least being able to do this in your own hands Now of course you could have won the title at the weekend But is it better just to wait a couple of days And, and do it on your own terms Pick up the phone and let us know Now where are you Motherwell fans Come on indulge me here We've been quick enough Over the last few weeks To get the sort of Alexander must go calls But all of a sudden You're having to panic And look out the passports If it stays this way So pick up the phone And talk to us And we will play this first Beat the pundit With the Scottish Sun For the best football news And opinion online Thescottishsun.co.uk Slash football Ah, new week on Beat the Pundit You can't beat it Let's bring in Stuart in Barhead How's it going Stuart? Not too bad Lord. Not too bad I've got a plan for you Stuart Win the sign ball You'll be able to Auction it off for about £7.50 And you can put that towards A five grand flight to Seville How does that sound? That's not bad I'll Good. get me the train in the centre <laughs> 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 Gain the, the first leg uh, it Won't even be a return either The way it is at the moment uh, Stuart, anyway Look, you're a winner already Even if this goes South from here You're going You're going to get a pair of tickets To the summer night race meeting At Air Race Course In mid-June How does that sound? That's all we're phoning for anyway So yeah, well, that's, that's why we do it Good stuff Beat the pundits popular enough But if you can add a wee Incentive in there It always works out nicely So Stuart I don't know how you'd feel I mean I know you're a Rangers fan Does that mean You want to take on Andy Or you, you, you'd rather just Stick the boot into Hugh Keevans How does it work? No no Andy I'm wee friendly against Andy Friendly I'm right okay I'm hopeless anyway So give Andy an easy win So there you go Right heads it's Hugh Tails it's Andy You've played the last few weeks Haven't you? Yeah I have yeah. I think so You're the only one I think That actually enjoys Playing on here That's heads this week <sighs> Gordon DL Is somewhere Shouting furiously At his smart speaker Because it, it does always seem to land on heads yeah. But when he's not here Yeah because it's always tails I don't know Yeah he's um, I don't know Anyway Right Stuart I can't give you your friendly wish But I've given you And no offence to Hugh An easier chance of winning Let's be honest So let's give Hugh some Clyde 2 to listen to So that he doesn't steal the answers Stuart 30 seconds Answer as many as you can And you can pass If you don't know Okay Okay right, 30 seconds on the clock And your time starts now, which Celtic manager signed Stephen Presley and Derek Riordan? Oh 
Gordon Stratton Who scored Rangers second goal against Dundee United yesterday? Uh, Ahmed Diallo Which player has more Scotland caps Sean Maloney or Charlie Mulgrew? Charlie Mulgrew Who managed St Mirren when they won the championship in 2018? Oh, pass Which English club was Ian Cathro most recently assistant manager with? Sunderland Which side did Shota Averladze join Rangers from in 2001? Ajax Name either side Did we start that? Yeah Name either side who'll compete in the Europa Conference League final uh, Roma Okay Let's bring them back Hugh can you hear us? I can Warning Tough tonight I think some of them Sorry to say that to you You ready? Okay Let's go Which Celtic manager signed Stephen Presley and Derek Riordan? Um, Gordon Strachan Who scored Rangers second goal yesterday? Diallo Which players get more Scotland caps? Mal- Sean Maloney or Charlie Mulgrew? Sean Maloney Who managed St Mirren when they won the Scottish Championship in 2018? Daniel Lennon Which English club was Ian Cathro most recently assistant manager with? Wolves Which side did Shota Averladze join Rangers from in 2001? Um, pass Name either side who'll compete in the Europa Conference League final Leicester City Okay let's bring in Stuart Stuart what's the verdict? Oh no I think he's done me a bit of one I think maybe Oh I don't know I wonder if that last answer caught you out They lost in the semi-final ah. uh, Okay let's go through them You both knew Gordon Strachan St Stephen Presley and Derek Ryden Thought that was good um, Rangers second goal was Ahmad Diallo Both got that That's a good standard we've got yeah, on our hands yeah. here uh, It's a 50-50 between Maloney and Mulgrew The verdict from Stuart was that it was Charlie Mulgrew You thought it was Sean Maloney And you got it right Hugh He's got three more 47 yeah. to 44 would you have got that Andy? Yeah I've wrote, my, I've wrote um, them down Sorry Now St Mirren's Championship winning manager in 2018 Jack Ross Jack Ross <sighs> uh, So none of you got that Ian Cathro most recently with Tottenham Spurs Yeah none of you got that either So are we still level? No Hughes no. one in front Averladze joined Rangers from Ajax Stuart equalises <laughs> Name either side Who'll compete in the Europa Conference League final It's Feyenoord or Roma Stewart's done you a ninety fourth oh, minute winner. Well done, well done, Stuart. well done, Stuart. Now you've got the tickets to Air Racecourse. You can auction off the sign ball and get your train fare to Glasgow Central as well. Thanks very much. Good man, Stuart. Thanks very much. Good effort. Bye, Bad news though. Buzzing. Stuart is buzzing. I like that. It means a lot of people. That. Three sign balls left. It's all we've got between now and the end the of the night, season. Because I was getting ten out of ten. So wh- whoever loses. After that The pundit has to buy Their own ball That's the way it's going to have to be We've rooked producer Callum right. See these extra long shows Where we get Burritos delivered And all sorts it's, it's, it's done in the budget This season Did you get them all right? I was a 10 out of 10 This week all day Well how many did you get through? What was that 7? Right okay let's go on Who oh. does Ethan Erahon Currently play for? St Mirren Which country does Victor Wanyama Currently play in? Uh, Kenya no, nope. oh, playing. See you no, later. wait, wait, wait. Let me go again. Ah, no, 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 no. First, answer. first answer. Not so smart now. It's Canada. Okay. Um, do you know I what? Knew that as well. I've done producer Callum in because see the questions we don't get through. He just uses them the following day. Oh. Now he can't because I've oh. gone and read them out. So there we go. Earn your money. Uh, thank you to Stuart on Beat the Pundit 01419511025. Keep your calls coming. Your tweets as well at Clyde SSB. Um, let's hear a bit more from. Ange Postacoglu Actually before we take a call I didn't get through this in the first hour uh, Of the show uh, He's looking forward to Wednesday's game I think everyone knows now the scenario It's very straightforward The point's enough And um, even after that It's probably done anyway But here's what he had to say 
We're looking forward to Wednesday. Uh, you know, I said to the boys before the game that you know, there are many ways you can you can finish something off. You know, go through that finishing tape, and you can collapse through it, or you can go through it at top speed. And you know, that's what we want to do. That's what we've been doing all year. And you know, we want to go hard on Wednesday, and then get back up here and, and go hard again in the last game. I'll win it any old way, mate. Uh, it doesn't really uh, doesn't really bother me. Um, you know, I think. Yeah, as I said, for us, what's important is that I think we've earned it this year, and, and we continue to earn it. We're, we're not, like I said, we're not collapsing over the line, or you know, we're, we're strong. We're we're committed to something, and um, our performances and, and the challenges we're overcoming is reflecting that. So, anyway, it comes, I think, is fine, and more importantly, I think it's fully deserved. Well, the strange thing about. Celtic Dundee United games is that the, the two at Celtic Park were incredibly close and it took Leo Abada to get Celtic three points and time added on but when they went to Tannadice earlier in the season they had one of their very best performances of the season Tom Rogic scored the goal that was later voted by his fellow players in the PFA that was fans that voted it just, oh, so, that, just so that I'm keeping you right as the goal of the season uh, Liam Scales scored a terrific goal up there uh, And so I, I think Ange Postacoglu and the players will be looking forward to Wednesday night's match To mm. get this over the line As he said himself I'll win it any old way mate I don't think we're <laughs> saying anything new When we bring up Celtic's recruitment Andy But again just a reminder of it on Saturday Where Celtic score for Maeda, Kyogo, O'Reilly, Jackie Marcus. You know, Kyogo and Jackie Marcus done early, Maeda and O'Reilly added in January, all four of them new signings. It's that's just the way it's been, hasn't it? Yeah, and he's done it in a lot lesser time than probably most has predicted. We thought it was going to take him at least three, four transfer windows with the amount of players that were leaving Celtic, the amount of players that were projecting that were going to come in. But the fact of the matter is everyone that he's brought in, both for certainly for the most part, has made a positive impact. And like he says, they do deserve it. After three defeats in the first six league game uh, six league games of the season, to go thirty unbeaten from then. Yeah, they, they, they fully deserve to go on and win the league. All right, let's bring in John, who's a Celtic fan. What's your point tonight, John? It's, it's a bit of Rangers fan tonight. Uh, they're a bit cocky. You'll get us to write it up at the, the next Wednesday. I'm not wondering yet. This team will turn. This team is uh, they're, they're playing the finals already. They beat Barcelona. Right, Barcelona's been bad, and in West Ham, they could end up one nothing. Could end up one nothing. Two cup finals. I've seen it happen. The four helicopter Sunday. Uh, Celtic won nothing. Oh, never won nothing. They won. They lost the league that year. But we're going to my team. What a turnaround that man's done. You'll go to, you'll go to Tanadation Wednesday night. Hold on, no, John. You can't just drop that bombshell and move on. Surely it's still a good achievement getting there. That's all the fans are happy about, is it not? It's a, it's a great achievement getting there, but it's a, it's a, it's a funny old game. They've got a cup one. They've still got to play this, this, this German team. Did you, say, did you say in the middle of it that Frankfurt will turn Rangers over? No, I didn't say they'll turn them over, no. but the, the, way, the way these uh, the Rangers fans are t- talking tonight, it's going to be before the final man. They're not, turned, they're not going to a final for nothing either They waited 42 years to get a final So it's game on mate The Celtic fans have got to cling To the hope that Rangers lose And that John doing his Ange Postacoglu impression there that's My mate at the end Doesn't just, sound the same when you're from Greenock <laughs> Just the way it works In not only this city But in this country The Celtic fans are Clinging to the hope That Celtic eh, that Rangers lose to Frankfurt in Seville they're clinging to the hope that Frankfurt can maintain their Europa League form where they, they beat the likes of Barcelona home and away. They beat West Ham home and away. Uh, so they, they are unbeaten in the Europa League. Uh, 
I happen to think I look at them and think How did they get to a European final? However Because the, of the league form you mean? The, 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 yeah I mean the, the way they looked Second half against West Ham And 11 were playing 10 West Ham had, had players sent off And looked a better team than them However John Is one of the Celtic fans Who is clinging to the hope That Frankfurt Come out the traps on May 18 And win He's factually correct In saying that Rangers have won nothing yet They have still to play Hearts in the Scottish Cup final Which comes immediately after The Europa League final So it is factually correct To say they have won nothing But the Celtic supporters On the night of May 18 Will be fervently hoping That the Scottish team loses Uh, I mean Andy, I'm not sure we even have heard any confidence because I don't remember even talking about the game. We've just really spoke about you know the journey and, and the achievement in, in getting there. I don't know if we covered off whether Rangers are favourites or not, but I wonder if it does feel a bit strange if Scottish clubs getting to European final is you know so rare and, and so unheard of. It must then follow that it's it's a bit weird where you now look at Frankfurt and where they are. And yes, John's yeah. right. Fair enough. But it's certainly doable you, Could you have imagined Rangers getting to a final And then having an opponent Where genuinely A lot of people will believe That yeah. it's you know perfectly doable Yeah I mean I think If Rangers and Celtic Get to any cup domestically uh, You know you, you always hear managers And players say The job's not done yet You've got to go and lift The silverware And that's true But I mean the, the achievement alone To get to a European final When you look at the Financial disparity Like we've talked about For the teams they've played against Dortmund, Leipzig I mean Rangers Total value of players that were starting against Leipzig was £11 million. I mean, compare that to Leipzig and Dortmund. I mean, the, the difference is, is remarkable. But on paper, and, and, and if you believe the bookmakers, Frankfurt are actually still the favourites. But I mean, Rangers have got to take a lot of, a lot of, of confidence in knowing that they beat Dortmund, they beat Leipzig in the same uh, in the same league and, and Frankfurt are sitting 10th. But listen, they're certainly not going to be any mugs. Like Hugh says, they beat the likes of... Uh, Barcelona and they uh, beat the likes of West Ham to get there so it will be a good game and I'm sure we'll do our predictions and analysis when the time <laughs> Absolutely. comes uh, John you could probably still get a Frankfurt, ty- uh, Frankfurt top before then couldn't you? I'll, I'll get a Frankfurt hot dog in the next Wednesday night <laughs> that's what I'll be getting a Frankfurt hot dog and a big pint of German beer when I'm celebrating no, as I say, <laughs> what happens if they get beat in two games is that a bad season for them? Is that a bad season? Well uh, yeah again factually if Rangers lost both games uh, and had no trophies to show for the season. Yeah, of course, yes, that's a bad season. I mean, there are degrees of bad, though, aren't there? We like to pretend that everything's black and white. It would still be, still I mean, reaching a European final, still good within that. Yeah, but if you lose it, the, the sense of devastation among the Rangers fans, mm. either those who are in Seville yeah. or are here or anybody else in the world, uh, if Rangers failed to win. The Europa League final and the Scottish Cup final, then a trophy less season mm. is a bad season. What do you think, Andy? Because you made the point earlier, you know, Seville is highly thought of, yeah. you know, among Celtic fans to, to get there, didn't win anything that season. And Manchester's a bit different because although Rangers lost the league, they did not win two cups. Yeah. That I, I, listen, I think if, if, if Rangers do uh, lose the Europa League final and go on to win the Scottish Cup, I do think it's still a good season. I mean, you've reached a a European final it's, it's something that's uh, listen we've been a bit spoiled actually because that's the third time since 2003 but you look at the would there still know, be room for criticism in there still because be room for of the, the league of and course. so on uh, at the start of the season the old firm are judged on that how many t- uh, silver will they pick up at the end of the season and with Thanj Postacoglu's side closing in on the league already get the league cup under their belt I'm sure Rangers will certainly uh, be looking to add silver from the end of the season 
Um, I've got a tweet from Michael here I wonder if this is the, the preferred outcome for you I don't think you'll quite be getting a hot dog and a, a German beer You know what my preferred outcome is um, You don't need to ask Michael says I hope the final in Seville goes to extra time and penalties And then Rangers win it in penalties But they're shattered for the Scottish Cup final against us three days later Yeah says I take extra time Rangers to win 8-1 in extra time and Is that then, a good outcome? And then the, the Jambos win the Scottish Cup final That'd be lovely right, Fair enough Enjoy the hot dog John <laughs> <laughs> Well, short and sweet That was John and Green Call 141951 Got a really good full-time teaser If I do say so oh. Tough Reflected by the fact That you don't need many answers uh, Keep your calls coming By the way, we'll speak to you next Taking your calls on Scottish football 141951 This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard Andy Halliday's here So is Hugh Keevans It's 141951 Or it's Twitter At Clyde SSB Now We've got Chris in Dumbarton Who sent this question in tonight And I really like it Thank you to Chris Full time At Clyde1.com Because it's just topical in a few ways Craig Gordon Your teammate The Scottish Football Writers Player of the Year Did you know that this month Is the 18 year anniversary of his Scotland debut 18 years ago Fresh faced Six of his teammates from that day Have gone on to manage in Scotland can you name oh, them? You're going to, need to say that again for me, I'm sorry. Craig Gordon's Scotland debut. Yep. 18 years ago against Trinidad and Tobago. 2004. Four. Six of his Scotland teammates who started that day have gone on to manage in Scotland. Sean Maloney. No. It's, I think it's really tough. Paul Hartley. No. Stephen Presley. Yes. Well done. I like we see when it's like this. You, you Kenny know, Miller. No, you know that it's tough because we're only looking for six. Sometimes we go ten or twelve. Um, well, I'll give you, for instance, also in that Graham team. Alexander. No, not that oh. it would help you, but James McFadden was in it, so we've not included. Well, he's, he's not managed in Scotland. Nigel Quasi was in there. Uh, Gary Naismith. No. There are a couple of absolute crackers in they there don't have to, They don't have to manage in the top flight No, just in Scotland For what it's worth Most of them have actually managed in the right. top flight But no It's not critical We'll get this Alright Just because I, I, I do detect this is quite difficult No, we'll get this You sure? Yep, definitely okay. Definitely Okay, any more guesses Hugh? Derek McInnes? No Right, we'll see how we get on um, That's fulltime at Clyde1.com That's how you... Submit a question And hopefully we can read it out On the show So thanks again to Chris and Dumbarton uh, Let's go from Dumbarton To Stirling We've got Brian there Who's got some points For the panel Brian How's it going guys You yeah. okay Not bad How are you I'm not bad guys um, I would just like to ask The panel a question guys And this isn't being Derogatory towards Rangers In any way But I mean I honestly can't remember The last time uh, A team Any European team in, in my lifetime Getting to a European final without beating um, either an English, a Spanish or an Italian team, probably the two top three leagues in world football. Do you know what I mean? I mean, I think Rangers this year have been... In, I can only beat who's in front of you guys, so credit where credit's due, but I mean, I, I really think that Rangers this year have, have been very, very fortunate in the run to the Europa League final. They've not really first, in my opinion, top, top teams. And before, like Andy and the guys and that jump in and say, well, uh, we, beat, we beat Dortmund. I mean, Dortmund, in my opinion, have not been great this year. There's, I can think of five or six um, times this year in just off the top of my head, where they've actually been battered 3 or 4 0 of other teams. I mean, I can remember watching Ajax batter them 4 0. I can remember watching 
um, other teams in the German League give them a, a right good doing this year. Uh, and I was actually listening to like Paul Schools on BT in one of the one of, after one of the Champions League nights, guys, and he was actually talking about the standard of German football. And he said it was quite poor. So for me, I think Rangers have been incredibly lucky this year to get to the Euro, Europa League final. And I just want to. Yeah, what the guys have got to say about that. Well, yeah, I mean, to be accurate, Ajax, Benfica, Marseille, they've all done that recently, got to European finals without facing an English, Spanish or Italian team, yeah. just since uh, Brian asked the question. There are two things that uh, are allowable here. One, as I said to the earlier caller, Celtic fans must hope that Rangers slip up in Seville. That's the the 99.9% of the Rangers support, eh, Celtic support hope that Rangers fail in Seville. Has Brian been harsh? Brian's been harsh because the other thing that they have to cling to is that the teams they played were rubbish anyway. Uh, you know, it just doesn't wash. Uh, you know, you having Rangers play the third team from the Bundesliga. Uh, I don't care what Paul School says about the Bundesliga. Uh, they come from a higher brand of football than the Scottish League. So what Rangers have done is undeniable. Uh, to take away or attempt to take away from what Rangers have done is simply sour grapes and another sign of the fact that the Celtic supporters hoped that Dortmund would do it. They thought Dortmund would do it. That flopped. Then they thought Red Star will take care of them. That flopped. Braga, they weren't sure about Braga, but Braga did beat Rangers in Portugal and then went out in Glasgow. And their last hope was RB Leipzig. And they flopped mm. as well. So you cannot diminish what Rangers have done. You have to be fair. You don't need to like it. You can pray that Rangers lose, but you cannot attempt to diminish what they have done in getting to this final. Uh, Brian, I don't know who, who you said the German correspondent was that said the Bundesliga is poor right now, but the team that separates in between Leipzig and Dortmund right now are Bayer Leverkusen. And they were pretty good against Celtic this year, I thought. Yeah, they, they were that, Andy, but I mean, I'm just stating facts here. I mean, Dynamo Kiev, Sporting Lisbon, I mean, there's a lot of teams this year that have just like, they've actually battered Dortmund this year. I mean, there's a few other, if you actually look at some of the German results, they've drew with the likes of Augsburg and Cologne and teams like that. I mean, I don't think Dortmund this year have been particularly good. And I think if, if like any Dortmund fans would happily come on here and tell you that, I mean... So how do you, how do you write off, how do you write off uh, Red Star Belgrade, Braga and Derby Leipzig? Are they at the same standard though as like English teams oh, or Spanish teams uh, uh, Because I really don't think they are well, Rangers, Rangers lost to Dundee United Rangers have lost to Dundee United They've lost to teams domestically It's a domestic campaign, that's what happens Yeah definitely, but I mean If you look at the overall picture like Big teams usually when they get to European finals I mean I can think off the top of my head The last few years in the final You've had Chelsea, Arsenal, Man United, Villarreal Ken, all top teams this year None of them have even been in it so I think Rangers have been incredibly lucky this year because I've never had to verse any of these well, teams. Well, I English think to use, to use the expression incredibly lucky just makes your argument sound all the more foolish, Brian. I understand that it's under your skin and that the night of May 18 will be a personal torment for you. But you can't come on and say incredibly lucky in the standard of German football Yeah, Surely. You don't need to want Rangers to win. You can, as I say... Pray that Rangers lose, but you can't surely diminish the achievement. Guys, I've got a guy with Paul School, so sure. you know what I mean. Farmer qualified to talk about that than any of the rest of us, in my opinion. He's coming on and saying the standards poor. What did I mean, Paul? So, what did Paul say about Celtic getting out of three European competitions? 
we're not talking about Celtic Hugo, we're talking about Rangers getting to the Europa League final. Well, you're, you're leaving yourself open to ridicule because, as I say, I understand that the night of May 18 will be a personal trial for you, but you can't deny that Rangers are there on merit. Yeah, I mean, Dortmund have got some top quality players. Yeah, they might have lost a couple of games domestically and uh, and so on and so forth. But, I mean, the, the squad throughout, regardless of whether Haaland played both legs or not, they've replaced him with a, a guy in Daniel Malin who Dortmund signed for £50 million for PSV. Jude Bellingham, who's arguably one of the best youngsters in world football. Leipzig, littered with players that they've paid fortunes for. And Rangers went with £11 million. Uh, in terms of budget for a starting eleven and no striker and done them incredible achievement played some very good opposition I'd actually argue that Rangers route to the final is every bit as tough as what Liverpool's has been to go to the Champions League final because Villarreal I mean a lesser Rangers team drew with them twice five years ago they they played Benfica Rangers have beat Benfica so uh, sometimes you can get a bit of luck uh, a bit of luck in the draw I actually don't think Rangers have got that I think Braga you could argue in terms of the quarterfinal opponents that were going to be up against, you would say that Braga was probably one that was a bit more favourable compared to the others. But, I mean, Dortmund, who who in the world predicted Rangers were going to go to against Dortmund? And against Leipzig, no one fancied Rangers I, to go to Leipzig either. I have respect for the bragging rights and respect for the old-fashioned ways in that you hope that the other lot never win anything, no matter who they're playing, what they're playing in, which country they're playing in. I have respect for that. But you cannot see a Scottish team in a European final in 2022 and attempt to say they've been incredibly lucky and all the teams that they have played against are of questionable standard. Uh, I think you'll need to agree to disagree with them, Brian. But thanks for taking the time. It's 01419511025. Any more on this teaser? Gary Caldwell. Yes. <laughs> Tell you what, Anthony had just sent me that answer as well and I thought you two would struggle with that. Well done. I've not really been thinking to, I'm not even just okay, making sure. Barry Nicholson Is that no. a great shout? No uh, No, no. Alright I'll give you more time Don't worry Don't worry Plenty more time left uh, It's just the starting 11 By the way Because Kenny Miller I think you mentioned He was on the bench Was it? Um, Gary Nesmith on the bench? No Don't worry about him uh, Right Let's go to Gavin Who's a Rangers fan In County Down What does your next couple of weeks Look like Gavin? Are you getting to go to Seville? Ah, well, um, good evening, uh, Gordon, uh, Uncle Chug and Andy, uh, first-time caller. Good to have Been you. Listening, listening to the show since way back in the pre-80s with uh, Mr Sanderson. Uh, been living over here 28 years, originally from Springboig in Glasgow. Um, so you guys have very much kept me in touch with uh, local football. Um, I've been travelling over to all the qualifying games for the Europa League. Um, was there on Thursday evening. Um, obviously a packed Ibrooks, a packed Loudon Bar uh, pre, pre-game and uh, the underground on the way home was, my goodness, rocking and oh, almost claustrophobic. Um, I do a little bit of extras work for the TV movies things over here. Uh, yesterday morning I had a COVID test for the new Kevin Hart uh, Netflix movie that's uh, shooting over here and uh, I was supposed to go for a costume fit tomorrow and uh, after two years thinking I dodged COVID I've just tested positive about an hour ago absolutely gutted about hold on so so had the test gone the other way you were going to be in the new Kevin Hart film 
Well, I still might be actually because uh, fil- <laughs> filming is not until uh, the third of June. Tomorrow was merely uh, the costume. Gavin, uh, the show never fails to amaze me. I have me. to be honest, very, very honest with you. I've never heard of Kevin Hart. Oh, you you wouldn't, wouldn't. Gavin, I'll oh, forty quid for the role. <laughs> <laughs> But the other the other uh, gag about this is um, I have a, a holiday booked uh, next Wednesday. Oh. Obviously, the night of the final. Uh, major problematic. Uh, Dubai for three nights and then heading on to the Maldives. Uh, we should have been there back in February. My girlfriend got a fantastic promotion at work back uh, in August of last year. Uh, we've had to reschedule. Of course, back then, 18th of May didn't really mean much. <laughs> as, as the group stages have been going on, or the, the qualifying rounds, I've been going, uh, Paula, uh, <laughs> this might have to be changed. But uh, with this new role she's in, holidays cannot be changed. So anyway, I'm heading to Dubai on Wednesday morning. But the funny thing was, after the match, uh, obviously Thursday night, heading back to Belfast Friday morning, I was in Frank and Benny's, other establishments that are available, obviously, at uh, Glasgow Airport, and I'm sitting there just having my breakfast, looking through all the comments and things on social media, and this guy steps up and sits beside me, and I'm kind of going, oh, God, I still really want to talk to you, and he's like, hi, I'm mate, and he's seen my scarf sitting beside my rucksack, and I says, well, are you all right? He says, well, what a game last night, what a game. I says, yeah, one of the best atmosphere I've ever been at. He says, where are you heading? I says, Belfast. I says, where are yourself? Where are you heading? Dubai. Doesn't he slide your chair over, mate? <laughs> you could give me some information. So I now know that I'm going to the Donatelli Hotel, uh, sitting with the Dubai Loyal next Wednesday evening, watching the game. <laughs> this is Gavin's autobiography. I'm absolutely, I'm, I'm hooked here. Um, uh, and he's also I can't believe he's stealing my lines about other establishments being available. Yeah, yeah, this guy's exactly, listened to yeah. this show before. What was Kevin Hart in? He's a comedian. Yeah, he's a sort of comedian. He's got he's in a couple of comedy movies with The Rock, Dwayne Johnson. You must know. Heard of him? Yeah, 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 yeah. I've heard of him. Seen him. He's in the new the new Jumanji films. Who? (laughs) You must you must must have heard of Jumanji. Robin Williams was in the original one. No, last film I saw was Casablanca with Humphrey Bogart. (laughs) The board game. They roll the dice and they get like sucked in and there's elephants and all sorts. Sounds rubbish. (laughs) <laughs> it's actually really good. It's good You seen Get Hard with Kevin Hart and Will Ferrell? Oh, it's not. It's not. It's not that time for the show. Funny. No, it's like funny. Don't you? Don't you start? Don't you lord it on? <laughs> um, I, I, I don't really know where to begin. I'm speechless, Gavin. The, I'm speechless. The, the Europa League final Rangers Kevin Hart crossover is just one that I didn't expect. What, Anyone? What, what would you rather, Gavin? Would you rather star in the movie or would you rather be going to the game? Oh, I'd rather be going to the game, mate. Hundred uh, uh, percent. With was, Kevin Hart, though. I was in yeah, Manchester. With Kevin Hart, be brilliant. I was in Manchester with my pals. Um, thoroughly had a great day. Obviously, was at the game that evening. Poor result, but uh, no. I mean, I think we can do it this time. Uh, far better team, you know. Far more attacking, and uh, yeah, I think it's, it's setting the stars just with the different anniversaries, the fifteen, the hundred and fifteen. But fingers crossed. But. The gag, obviously, is at the minute with me just getting COVID for the first time. Yeah, you shouldn't really laugh about that, to be fair, on, on reflection. Uh, we wish you well. Yeah. It's just that, you know, the, the, there were a few other details in the story I forgot. I'd overlooked yep. the COVID scenario. Yeah, li- listen, we wish, you, we wish you well. It's still these strange times where it's still floating about and messing up people's plans, but try and find out if Kevin Hart can play striker. <laughs> I was going to say, if Kamar Roof doesn't make it. <laughs> <laughs> you see if you can get play up front.
you know, I, 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 sometimes I'm lost for words. Just things you, that you just. I think that was. You think you'll get through the Super Scoreboard career without mentioning certain things? Kevin no. Hart would have been one of them. Yeah, definitely. I mean, Hughes speaks to us as well. Is he lost? Is he Joe's brother? He's uh, um, no, no, no. no, no. There's no, no resemblance there. I must say, he's um. He's a, he's a, I'll, I'll introduce you to some of his YouTube clips at the next break. Jenkins, are you funny? You're a fan? Not my type of humour, but he is no. funny. Yeah, he's fine. I don't think he'll be your type of humour either, for what it's worth. So no. uh, we'll leave it there. Thank you to Gavin, um, famous actor Gavin from County Down. It's 01419511025. Uh, right, we're asking on the teaser tonight. Craig Gordon made his Scotland debut 18 years ago this month against Trinidad and Tobago. Six of his teammates from that day have gone on to manage. In Scotland Anthony is out there Giving it a real good go He's got a second one correct Milo's throwing some good names in um, What else have you two I've got? got? I've got, got Gary Caldwell And Stephen Presley yeah. so far I've got one great shout And one unbelievable shout What one do you want no, first? I decide if they're great and unbelievable What one do you want first? Let's go unbelievable first Mark Kerr Nope On the bench Wow Oh he was on the bench That's I think still he was. a great shout then Take it Do you want my great shout? Yep Jackie McNamara Yes well done you go. I'm working on it. Okay, I'll give you some thinking time. We'll get the answers next. Keep the calls coming, please. Number one for football in Glasgow and the West. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Hugh Evans and Andy Halliday are here. It's 0141-951-1025, and it's at Clyde SSB on Twitter. Chris and Dumbarton's produced a cracker of a full-time teaser tonight. Can you name? The six teammates of Craig Gordon Who started on his Scotland debut 18 years ago this month Against Trinidad and Tobago And they've also gone on to become managers in Scotland at some point So Gary Caldwell, Jackie McNamara, Stephen Presley Now I had a wee peek at Andy Halliday's paper During the break And I think you've got an unbelievable shout for us Gary Holt Magnificent oh. I, did, I thought you would have been here all night trying to get that Well done Toil and noodle Two more yeah Two more no, struggling. Kevin McNaughton. No, 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 no. I've got a, a big clue for one of them, but I just don't know if it's. Who'd be left back? Too early to. To dish. No, I think I'll go for it. He's the only one of them who's currently a manager in Scotland. He is very much currently a manager in Scotland. Let's leave that one dangling See if you can have a nibble Alex is a Rangers fan From Irvine What's your point Alex? How you doing guys? Good thank you Good oh, Just a point about um, Rangers obviously lost their manager And then had to get another one And nobody seems to be talking about that After Celtic's obviously Going to win the league now Yeah I mean Hugh There are I think it has come up Over the weekend um, But to be fair to Alex You know if he, if he didn't catch it there are There are a lot of things That people are holding up as Extra credit for Rangers, if you like, you know, doing it without a striker or having to change manager mid-season. But uh-huh. then, at the same time, to, to to put the other side of it, if you believe, as some people said at the time, that Giovanni Van Bronckhorst was an upgrade on Steven Gerrard, yeah. we can't then say, "Oh, you look at plucky Rangers overcoming a change in manager." You have to be sort of consistent with that. I I know it's the fans' point of view, and if a Celtic fan says something, a Rangers fan must respond. But I don't think there is any need on anyone's part to look into Rangers in a European final and examine how they got there, what the circumstances were. You simply stand back and say, I did not see that coming. 
and nobody saw it coming. Uh, but Rangers have got there by their own strength of will. Good performances away from home, very important. Ibrooks has been a fortress for them. I just I know that fans must try and diminish Rangers' achievement. Mm-hmm. No, but Alex is a Rangers fan. I know, fan, I know, he? and he's trying. He's looking for ways to mm-hmm. accentuate. The, the positive but, yeah, but there are always there are always sort of subplots though aren't there like we said you can't you can't just say alright Rangers have reached the final and, and then end the discussion no, it's, I, relev- I'm, it's I'm relevant not... to say they've, you know, they've done it without a done it without a recognised striker in the last couple of rounds yeah, is of it course, not? yeah of course it is I'm not seeking to end the discussion and say they're in the final end of story I'm simply saying that any attempt to downplay it is ludicrous and Rangers stand by their own record here The record And the fact that They have done so Without their top goal scorer In Europe It speaks for itself Yeah but I mean I get Maybe Alex is coming from Just a general disruption point You yeah. know changing your manager Is not ideal It's not what you set out to do But You could argue that Rangers might not have made the final Had yeah. Steven Gerrard stayed The, the group well, didn't start well Well, when, Yeah When Giovanni Van Bronckhorst took charge Rangers had lost their first two uh, games In the European group stage So it wasn't looking too promising Then got a couple of massive results um, In the second half of the group so he's, Listen he's done a fantastic job And I think he's changed a lot of opinions uh, In terms of how it went domestically For that sort of period of uh, January, February and, and you've got to say What he's done brilliantly In these uh, European games He's adapted You know when games have Looked as if they're going to get away from Rangers He's, he's made these wee tactical uh, tweaks Whether it's been Go to three at the back To sort of Solidify what they've got Or go a bit more adventurous And, and, and talking about the game at Leipzig last week I felt personally When Leipzig made it 2-1 I, I, I feared for Rangers I thought they looked dead on their feet I thought Leipzig were going to go on And get the next goal and go through But how they summoned up the energy and the will and the desire to to, uh, to push on again and get that, that late goal from John Lundstrom and I think all the players and uh, including the manager deserve enormous credit It's one of these pointless hypotheticals Alex I accept that Do you think Rangers would have reached a final under Stephen Gerrard? I, I actually don't know I think uh, I agree with the guys there uh, Gio's definitely much more tactical a shoot than, than Ger- Gerrard would have been um, in Europe I just I thought Gerrard was, he'd no plan B Done well, obviously. Just tell it by ten their own stuff like that, and um, but I just, I just think that uh, Gio's he's played for Rangers. He's he's won things as a manager as well. So um, I think I'm coming in. That's the future for me personally. To be fair, though, Andy, now to then go back on the other side, this team has got great European experience yeah. and know-how because of what Stephen Gerrard built. Yeah, I, I would try and avoid speculating and doing hindsight with that because Steven Gerrard done a remarkable job at Rangers, especially in Europe. Some of the runs they went on, some of the teams they beat, uh, and a lot of that, like he says, is down to the European experience that these players have got. And yeah, he done a fantastic job. I do agree. Listen, Steven Gerrard was very much four three three. Certainly had a set, certain game plan for different teams, whether that was sort of sitting trying to hit teams in the counter attack with uh, forward three or a high press get after teams, but. Giovanni Van Bronckhorst has certainly adapted a little bit more in terms of changing systems depending on personnel that's available or, or teams he's playing against so both can be true uh, you know Steven Gerrard done a fantastic job but Rangers will certainly feel as if they've got a great manager just now as well Losing the first two games of the group stage seems like a long time ago oh, It's a bit like Celtic losing three of the first six league games and recovering yeah. You can, can hardly remember it now uh, because they went on the Maisie run of 30 without losing 
so yeah, it does seem a long time ago since that happened. But uh, Giovanni Van Bronckhurst, I think this has increased his profile no end. And why would it not? Taking a, a Scottish club to a European final and the Scottish Cup final in half a season. Thank you very much, Alex. Nice to hear from you. That was Alex in Irvin 01419511025. And knowledge amongst our listeners is unbelievable. I already gave Anthony a couple of mentions. He was progressing well on this teaser. Milo has stolen in with two, the both remaining answers. They're both tough. Um, Stevie Snedden's got one of them as well. I'm very impressed. Callum Sa- Davidson. Craig Gordon made his Scotland debut 18 years ago this month against Trinidad and Tobago. Six of his teammates from that day have gone on to manage in Scotland. Starting 11, I mean, name them Caldwell, Gary, Gary Holt, Jackie McNamara, Stephen Presley. Callum Davis? No. I've got the one for your clue. Uh, he's Fife manager. No. No, Stevie Crawford? No. no. Oh, oh, yes. He's his Fife manager. Oh, so he is, right? They're both still managing in Scotland. <laughs> 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 uh, oh. Never mind, we'll, get it. One, we'll get it before the end of the show um, I'm certain of that now um, Right, okay Let's take a quick whistle-stop tour Around some of the other talking points From the weekend Hugh Keevans Let's start in Dingwall, shall we? Kevin ah, Van Veen's yeah. penalty uh, Gives Motherwell a 1-0 lead against Ross County Leapfrogs them into fifth Which is a European place So despite all the talk All the frustration All the anger All the negativity about this run that they're on Everyone keeps saying the league table doesn't lie. They're fifth at the moment. Well, the the, the problem is they'll get nothing in the last two games because they're playing mm-hmm. Hearts and. Celtic. Do you want me to point out now that you said they'd get nothing at the weekend, or what? Will I save that for I'm a honestly, bit later on? So gutted he's just said that because we all know how his predictions turned out. So thank you very and much. And you should have heard them at the weekend. I was I was trying I was trying to be neutral about it. And I said, I mean, that's crazy to think. You know, Mother could win today and leapfrog, but they won't. Is what he said. I've got it as my ringtone. After the weekend Never learns Listen we spoke about I'll come back A couple of years time I'll be back for you as well, well I'll be we'll back we'll for see. everybody but, uh, Listen if, if, if they manage to do that now After fifth. getting it wrong At the weekend Because he's going to Get me a lift home I hope <laughs> If they manage to secure That European spot No one's going to remember How they've done it How many wins they got For, for, for the calendar year To the end of the season If they manage to Like I said Secure that European qualification It's been a brilliant season For Motherwell if Celtic's title is all but wrapped up I can't wait to stop having to qualify it Hugh just because it's oh. it's annoying more than anything Is Dundee's relegation all but confirmed? Oh, yeah. Shall I, mean, I do it off air again? Nod, <laughs> giving us the nod 12, uh, 12 games on the Mark McGee Not one win uh, The Charlie Adam pass back Kind of summed up the wow. bizarre turn of events At uh, Dens Park um, They'll struggle on But no, they're down it, It's now... St Johnston versus Inverness Cali or Arbroath. That's the intriguing one in the playoff. But Dundee, gone. Yeah, I, I, listen, I, I think I, I, need, need to win both fairly. Ha- well, let's not worry about the goal difference too much. I think there's seven in it at the moment. You know, they need to win both and St Johnston lose both. Yeah, and I, I just don't see that happen. If not, I mean, they've been deprived of winning games all season. So uh, I'd be surprised if they then go and. Secure two in a row and, and St Johnson lose both And Matt McGee Will thankfully be keeping his clothes on I Hopefully mean, Play it, Hibs tomorrow yeah. Remember that's the only outlier The and rest of Wednesday Dundee v Hibs tomorrow Yeah they're not having a great time no. did, did Saturday just sort of Sum everything up for Hibs and Aberdeen I mean they're both in the bottom six Not yeah. a great deal to play for Hibs are You know on the lookout 
for the new manager at the moment. And it was a draw. It was just. Hibs are having a board meeting tonight to look into this matter in a serious way. Um, they've got a long road back, and so have Aberdeen. Uh, it's going to take a tremendous close season of signings for both of them. Ron Gordon has got to get this managerial appointment correct, or he's a three time loser. Uh, big big days for Ron Gordon at Easter Road but they, they, they could beat Dundee tomorrow my only thinking is that Dundee if you lose or fail to win any of 12 games in a row how do you magically come up with two wins back to back in your final two yeah I mean I must admit as a neutral it's great to love the playoffs if you're a Dunfermline fan right now you absolutely hate them detest them never want to think of them again John Hughes in charge, Andy, they're a big club and yeah. gone at the weekend into League One. Well, I told you, remember what I told you at the start of the season about my prediction <laughs> to get promoted? <laughs> That's right, you predicted them to win the championship. So, uh, yeah, yeah that was you've been sitting beside me for too long. That was a Hugh Keevans prediction, that's yeah. for sure. But, uh, yeah, massive club, really surprised to see them go down. I think that not even the manager, but some of the players mm-hmm. that they've got, uh, you always felt as if they were mm-hmm. almost too good for the championship and they would see the club back into the top flight potentially. But, yeah, really surprised to see them go down. I feel like John Hughes has got a real distinct split between. A real sort of supportive fan club yeah. who love him and believe in his enthusiasm and they're all aboard the John Hughes Express and those who think he's some sort of figure of ridicule well, at times. The, apparently. He, he came in and, you know, you can't argue, you know, Falkirk and Inverness. Uh-huh. That's the last couple have not gone to plan and taking them Dunfermline down is not great. Apparently the reaction to the manager at the time up when the Queen's Park beat them at the weekend was venomous. And I don't see how John Hughes can start next season as manager of Dunfermline. I think there's a price to be paid uh, and regrettably John will have to pay it. Story of the weekend, arguably, though, was Airdrie. Dead and buried against Montrose. Absolutely dead and buried. Pulled it back, took it to extra time, then won comfortably. And now they'll play Queen's Park in the playoffs. Yeah, it's a game I wish I was at. It seems as if it was an absolute cracker Mm -hmm. when Montrose got a couple of goals up and... Yeah, Elgin managed to do it in uh, extra time. They've had a great season. Uh, I've I've actually heard a lot about them. We've got a, a boy Scott McGill that's on loan at Elgin. I've heard how good uh, football Ian Murray's got them playing. So yeah, I wasn't too surprised to see them uh, win that tie, but certainly surprised at how it went. It was a real roller coaster. Right, let's go. Final answer on the teaser. Craig Gordon, Scotland debut 18 years ago this month against Trinidad and Tobago. Six of his teammates from the starting 11 that day have gone on to manage in Scotland. You've got Gary Caldwell. Stevie Crawford Gary Holt Jackie McNamara And Stephen Presley which Ian mean, Murray No Did you think we'd just spoken about him? Uh... Still a manager I don't know if you picked up Maybe I'm not as obvious as I thought I was When I said very much still a manager I just meant like That was me trying to plant a wee seed That he's well known He's significant He's He's up there He's talked about no, can he? Malky Mackay? It's Malky Mackay. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, no, yeah. well, I would never have got that. 2004. 2004. I thought it was about 60. <laughs> Malky Mackay. Sorry if you're listening. Here we go. Got there in the end. Thank you to Andy Halliday and to Hugh Keevans. That'll do us for this evening. Enjoyed that show. It was just bizarre. I mean, we spoke about people travelling to Morocco and people starring in movies with Kevin Hart and eating. German hot dogs next week it was just one of those nights it's going to be like that I think for the next couple of weeks so strap yourselves in join us please with Roger Hanna and Gordon DL 
tomorrow In the meantime You can just stay right there Callum Gallagher's got you He's up next And we'll speak to you at six